This is Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors, episode 29, Rock Your Walk-Up Song. Aloha. My name is Ali Lothane. I've been empowering and inspiring others through yoga for over 15 years, specializing in yoga for teens. If you are ready to live life to the fullest and love it along the way, let's enjoy the journey together. Hey y'all, today is week six in our series of Yoga for Athletes, a series created to level up your game and keep you actively doing the things you love to do. And it's not too late to go on to ishawarriors.com and find out more about how you can purchase that yoga series where all the podcasts and the journal prompts and all the yoga routines help you level up your game, reduce injury, stretch that body, get your zen on, get into the zone and all the good stuff we've been talking about these last six weeks. I know that I have personally learned so much preparing for this series and I've had an opportunity to apply a lot of the things that I've learned in my own life and pass them on to my own teens. Um, For example, This week, I am going to be doing a triathlon with my daughter, Eliza, and in the past, swimming in that open water where you can't see anything and there's people clamoring on either side of you trying to swim by you has always made me feel very anxious. And I, um, I'm so excited this week, every night, I'm going to listen to my visualization track and picture how I want it to go and mentally prepare myself for how I want to feel in that moment and how I want to visualize successfully doing that part of the race specifically. And I'm excited to see how 10 minutes a day can help me in my mental game on race day. Um, What about you? What have you taken away from the last six weeks? Maybe an inspiring quote, maybe something you've seen on our Instagram, hashtag yoga for athletes that has resonated the most with you. If you have something that has helped you, please direct message me on Instagram or email me anytime at support at ishawarriors.com. I absolutely love hearing from you. Today, I'm going to tell you two ways you can keep your fire lit and your life full of joy. One is to rock your walk-up song. And the second is to have smart goals that keep you progressing without feeling overwhelmed. A walk-up song is what is played as each baseball player walks up to the plate to bat or when a new pitcher takes the mound. Walk-up songs not only get the player pumped up and ready to crush the ball, they are a lot of fun, and it's a way for the crowd to connect with the baseball player or the softball player. Fans immediately know who is up to bat and get a window into the personality of the player. Because walk-up songs are individual and personally picked by the player themselves. Walk-up songs are picked for their personal meaning. It might be picked because of an inside joke with teammates or something they're known for, or the song reminds them of a moment they felt on top of the world. 
A player might pick their walk-up song to emulate the walk-up song of a hero, or maybe it reminds them of a person they admire. Each player, in their own way, gets to approach the plate with a song that helps them release tension and fear, as well as pumps them up to play in a fun way. Whether you need to get into the right headspace to head to work, take a math test, or go crush the competition on the court, we all need walk-up songs in our life. A reminder that life is meant to be fun and that we should crush it in our own unique way. Ken Griffey Jr. said, when you have fun, it changes all pressure into pleasure. Are you currently taking your game too seriously and putting unnecessary pressure on yourself in life? If you find yourself dragging your feet to practice or to work, you find yourself snapping at loved ones or being rude to teammates or putting others down to feel better about yourself, these might be signs that you need to lighten things up a bit and remind yourself why you started to do them in the first place. Perhaps you've lost sight of why you play and why you compete. How do you keep the joy in your sport or in your daily mundane? Coaches can be demanding and get intense and you can't control your teammates. So how do you stay true to yourself, keep the fun there and the pressure down a few notches? I love what soccer icon Mia Hamm once said, somewhere behind the athlete you've become and the hours of practice and the coaches who have pushed you is a little girl who fell in love with the game and never looked back. Play for her. This past week, I was talking to a teen who wrestled in high school. His dad had wrestled at a D1 college and put him into wrestling young, determined that he would love it as much as his dad did. He said that he, for years, went to practice a little begrudgingly, kind of just to please his dad. And he felt this pressure to perform. But then he started to understand the sport better. And he was really intrigued by how you can learn different wrestling moves and skills to score different points. And it became kind of this game to him to try and learn what he could do and what he could control. He said that as he, on his own, decided to work on one specific intricate wrestling move and then get proficient at it, He said it was so much fun to become proficient in that skill and to start to win using that skill that he on his own had decided to work on. And it was just so satisfying. The pride he felt in himself because of the hard work and time he chose to put in fueled his desire to go all in to the sport. What is it about your sport that you love? It can't be just because your parents signed you up for it, right? What is it about being a parent that you love? It can't just be, well, I've got kids and I'm a parent. What do you love about being a parent? What do you love about being an athlete? What is it about your job that you love? Regardless of what age you are, 
if life has become a little lackluster and you are feeling like you are just going on autopilot, going through the motions of the day, take time to remind yourself why you started doing what you do in the first place. Why do you love it? Former Olympic gymnast Mary Lou Renton once said, each of us has a fire in our hearts for something. It's our goal in life to find it and keep it lit. No one can tell you what is inside your heart or what brings you joy or what you're passionate about. Are you living in a way that is true to yourself? For a fire to stay lit, you have to be motivated to put the work in to keep going. If you aren't true to yourself, that fire gets extinguished and goes out. Right now, your sports might be a means of fueling the fire you have within. But you have to rock your walk-up song and make goals for yourself to keep it lit. And do it for you. Olympic swimmer Natalie Coughlin once said, Without goals, training has no direction. So let's talk more about setting goals. Former professional golfer Greg Norman once said, Setting goals is a bit of an art. A good goal should be lofty enough to inspire hard work, yet realistic enough to provide solid hope of attainment. Astro Teller, a man who oversees a think tank called X, the Moonshot Factory, they call it the Moonshot Factory because they have shoot for the moon dreams, then they create concrete plans to make those shoot for the moon dreams become reality. What is your shoot for the moon dream? Then what are your smart goals to obtain it? I absolutely think you should shoot for the moon. Believe in all the possibilities that are before you. And then you got to be smart about setting goals to help get you there in small increments. SMART goals. S stands for specific. M, measurable. A, achievable. R, realistic. And T, time bound. Specific. Don't just say, I want to be the best basketball player. Figure out what foundational skills make someone an incredible basketball player. Then pick one to start with. Remember my wrestling friend? When he focused on becoming proficient at one specific wrestling move, it built his confidence up, which then translated into seeing huge improvements in his overall game and wins. What is one specific aspect of your sport you can focus on? Perhaps where you feel you are the weakest right now. Or maybe it's something you just find really interesting and fun about your sport. Pick one thing. The mind works best if you give it one thing at a time. It is challenging sometimes to figure out where to start. So just pick one. Go for it and have fun with it. Measurable. Take your best guess at a number. Maybe consult with your coach or your personal trainer. When you're setting this goal, set a number. Let that number be your goalpost. And then if you find yourself coming short again and again, move the goalpost closer. Okay. Remember, it's just a number that is giving you feedback. If you're not making, you know, that football go through the goalpost, it doesn't mean that you're failing. 
if you're falling short and you don't reach that number, you just need to move a little bit closer. You're just breaking it up into smaller step. And the important part is that you're still progressing toward your goal. You're still moving. You're still in that place of action. So be specific. Make your goals measurable, achievable. What is something reachable and within your control to achieve when you're making a goal? That's really important. It might mean that you have to stretch yourself to the fullest to achieve the goal, but it should be doable. We want to stay in that place of confidence and continually moving forward instead of just setting ourselves up to beat ourselves up, okay? Be realistic. To visualize your success, it has to be believable to you so you can see your path clearly. Only you can determine what is realistic, right? We talked about this in previous weeks. We don't let anyone else determine our worth. We keep that power within ourselves. We let the critics and the flatterers go down the same drain. We're free of them. You get to choose whatever you want to believe and what is realistic to you. Venus Williams said, set realistic goals, keep re-evaluating and be consistent. So you know that if your goal is realistic, okay, if you are being consistent at it and you're getting closer to that goal, right? And again, if you keep falling short, maybe it's time to reevaluate. Maybe it's time to set a different goal that's more realistic. Set realistic goals, keep reevaluating. Again, failure's just feedback. And then be consistent. Okay, you don't just try something one time and go, oh, I guess I can't do that thing. That wasn't a realistic goal. No, you've got to keep at it. Give yourself a time frame. I am going to do this thing and try and reach this number for this amount of time. Okay, T stands for time bound. The way to achieve a long-term moonshot dream goal is to break it into smaller steps. Set daily goals or weekly goals. Maybe you have a shoot for the moon dream for this particular season. And then what you need to do is think about, okay, so what steps do I need to take to reach that goal? What can I do this week? What can I do today or each day, right? Write it down. Have a little box you can check. In this way, we continually focus on the daily journey and not just on the outcome, okay? In this way, inch by inch, life is a cinch. When you set a date and that date arrives, I want you, this is the second part that's so important about staying in a place of empowerment. Focus on what you have gained and not where you're falling short. So you've set a goal that by the end of the season, you want to do X, Y, and Z. And then you establish different habits and different skills or different, you know, training things that you're going to do to reach that goal. When it comes down to it and you've quote unquote arrived at the date, I want you to focus on all the things that you have gained coming up to that point. 
not just the things that you can write on paper. I want you to ask yourself, did you meet new people doing this thing? Did you learn something about yourself you didn't know before? Did you have practice doing hard things? Did you rise again when you fell? How about did you get practice and get better at sitting in disappointment or working through emotions that we usually want to just shove to the side or hide? Right? There are so many different things you can gain that can't be measured on paper. So when you get to that time, that time-bound goal, and you arrive to that date or whatever that thing is, I want you to look and think about all the things that you have gained. Mind, body, and soul. That is the place that's going to keep you feeling empowered and hopeful. These principles you will use your entire life. Having shoot for the moon dreams and then creating concrete plans to build that ship that will take you to the moon is applicable to any age and every circumstance. We want to keep ourselves in a space of learning, excitement, and empowered progression instead of moving into overwhelm, hopelessness, and feelings of defeat been there, done that. If you can internalize and practice the concepts I have taught you these last six weeks, you will absolutely level up your game and feel more joy in pursuing the things you feel passionate about in life and develop more emotional resiliency. So I want to go over and just review the different concepts learned in the series these last six weeks. Okay, like a little snapshot view of each week. Week one, know your why. Figure out what you value in life. Live your values and understand that you are someone before something. Your infinite worth is not tied to the title you hold or the position you play. Sports are an amazing catalyst for your greatness, but not the creator of your greatness, nor the only way for you to achieve your potential. Keep that in perspective. Week two, we talked about understanding that developing mental muscles will be the most impactful thing you do to influence your sport and in your life. Focus on where you want the ball to go. Focus on what you want to create in life. Visualize your success and let go of toxic thoughts that want to latch onto you like a monkey on your back. Week three, to play in the zone, you have to practice being present every day. And you can do that easily through meditation, prayer, journaling, mindful breathing, yoga, so many things to practice playing in the zone every day. So that when you get into that clutch spot, you don't crumble Week four, true confidence is not cockiness, nor is humility self-sabotaging dialogue. 
Emotional resilience means understanding that failure is just feedback. Everything is figure outable and we rise again when we fall and we continue to dream, even if it means making new dreams. Week five, to gather courage, handshake your fears and know that every time you show up, you are one step closer to overcoming those fears. And week six, have fun and create smart goals that will keep you in a space of confidence and continued progression. I'm going to end today um, with a Spartan warrior poem. I know I've used it before, but to me, it is perfect for summing up this six-week series. It's entitled, I Choose. I live by choice, not by chance. To be motivated, not manipulated. To be useful, not used. To make changes, not excuses. To excel, not compete. I choose self-esteem, not self-pity. I choose to listen to my inner voice, not the random opinion of others. I choose to be me. Best of luck in your endeavors this week, this season, and for the years to come. Namaste. Thanks for listening in today. If what you heard resonated with you, let me continue to uplift, love, and inspire you through the online yoga classes I teach at ishawarriors.com. Isha Warriors is a one-of-a-kind platform created just for teens and accessible to the whole family. We offer chair yoga, beginner's yoga, all levels vinyasa and restorative, so yoga can meet you and your family's needs wherever you're at on your journey. If you enter in the code PODCAST30, that's podcast in all capital letters, 30, you'll receive $30 off the annual teen membership. The first week is free. So why wait another minute to bring more peace and confidence into your life? See you on the mat.